1: Hello and welcome to the Trample Bed podcast for Saturday the 6th of June 2020. I'm your host Sean Walker and with me as always is Andy Vaughan. Hello. And Godo. Hello. What's happening? Not much, is I mean, that's going to be a response for like the next fucking nine
0: weeks,
2: in not it? What's, what's happening? Nah, not much. No. Well,
1: haven't said
0: that. Well, in- that's, that, well that, that's, that's not true. We had the Patreon episode midweek. We did incredibly well. Oh, no, no. I mean, I
2: think John, I thought John was maybe referencing in general life as opposed to just how the Patreon went. If it was Patreon specific, then we did fucking ace. We
0: yeah. did really well. If if your other draw had come in, I would be looking at like £1,200 more in my account. Yeah, yeah that, um... That, I think like it was... It wasn't we close. Hit, it, we had pretty was, much everything apart from that. Yeah. It was yeah. really, apart from one of your draws, the other one came in, which was great. It like I know. 9-4 or something. at um, 4
2: by it, the time it time went off.
0: Oh, um, really? Oh, well, yeah. When I took it, it was 9-4. Um, I had it in, a, in all the trebles in a sort of um, four selection. Um, Lucky 15. From all, from, from all our... Ex- I didn't do the doubles. I just did the trebles in the, <laughs> the accumulator. We obviously hit three or four of them, all at uh, prices of two at one or more. So um, good, good profit, but it would have been insane profit if we'd hit four of four. I know. Uh, and it's a shame that, it's
2: that that game actually took place first as I hit, you were saying that earlier on as well, because you might Aye. have a sniff at a good cash out as well if you were interested.
0: Well, it, it, was, it was... So there was John's game that came in. That was great. Mine and that draw happened at the same time, and obviously the, the draw didn't come in. So there were. it didn't come in first. It came in sort of third. Um, so Because if it comes in first, I can just re-back the other three, can't I? Yeah. <laughs> so in the middle, that's where it's annoying. But yeah, it's been a good, it's been a good week. Um, seeing more and more competitive football matches coming back, which is which is lovely.
1: Yeah, so for people who aren't clear, that's the Patreon episode. If people who are on the Patreon haven't been listening and you're listening to this now, let us know. There are episodes available. There's been one in the last two weeks, and we have been doing really well in this. We've actually been doing quite well in the podcast in general, which is rare considering there's no real form to steal from this because of how long it's been away. I think we're, well, not to
0: jinx anything, but... <laughs> Since the first co- like, you know, since um, the leagues have slowly started. Resuming we've we've been doing consistently well. We had another good week last week.
1: Which we are going to talk about. We've been treating this like a footballer getting back to fitness just now, to be honest. We've been doing like one pick each and then two yeah. picks each, then we're getting twenty minutes, but now we're back to our usual format. Um, when we get into that it'll be banker value outsider. But last week I had one banker, Wolfsburg versus Frankfurt, over zero point five goals in the first half, one now at half time. Pretty much easy. I said it was going to come in. It did. I'm quite happy. I've been on an absolute banker pair this whole year.
0: You have. It's very rare you you miss a banker, John. I know. It's great. Um, I had a value pick last week. It was Hertha Berlin. uh, They won 2-0 at home to Augsburg. So that was pretty comfortable. I mean, the second goal came right to the death. It was a pretty comfortable match. Never in really any danger. And a good win for Hertha. uh, You could get around even money
2: third again we we talked about on some tier they are looking good
0: they are looking excellent just now they had a bit of a, a bit of a change um, in system and personnel and they're they're looking incredibly good right now don't know if they're looking good enough for me to select them at any point this weekend um <laughs> against
1: leipzig aren't they, are they away dortmund yeah, they're away in dortmund, dortmund
0: sorry and you, if you did fancy backing them, they're a very speculative seven to one. <laughs> you yeah, fancy that, on <laughs> but I'll probably just you know I'll watch that game because that's the five thirty p.m. kickoff. So there's no other games on at the same time. So that will have BT Sports full attention. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if Eartha can keep up their good run and their good performances against a a real quality side. I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if they walked away from that with a draw. Yeah, it's, no, it's not I- something I want to be bet.
2: Yeah, especially with Dortmund as well, um, having Haaland out and Sancho mm. getting back up to fitness.
0: Yeah, it'll be an interesting game for sure, and one I'll definitely watch. I'll
2: watch it. Aye, so. But yeah, and mine, uh, my, my picks last week, I had uh, both teams to score in Grosse Pech versus uh 2-0 <laughs> uh, which was not as good uh, and uh, my other game was I predicted a draw and it was 0-1 uh, Hoffenheim versus Mainz it was a boring game it just wasn't boring enough to be a draw
0: um, <laughs> that gross, that, gro- that picture. That, that so I was giving you some amount of abuse uh, absolute dog's on abuse on for that Grossepec have scored the least amount of goals out of any team in that league by a considerable <laughs> margin
2: I did, I did come back.
0: And their opponents had, had let in the least goals in the whole league, again by a considerable <laughs> margin. Like, there was just nothing about it that made me think Grossepec would score if that game lasted fucking 10 million minutes.
2: So, Grossepec and uh, Interhassian. I, I was looking at Unterhashian's away form, and they'd conceded in six of their last seven games. Um, just not Aye, against against
0: against teams that can score goals.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like I'd like no, no, to they, stop they, shitting on Grossapek, and I think that they'll they'll get better throughout this season. <laughs> the
0: let's see, let's see what they're up to this weekend, right? What are Grossapek doing this weekend? And can I get a no on them to score a goal? <laughs> let's
2: have a look here. Uh, I'm in the German because with,
0: what was it? They've scored twice in their last like eight matches.
2: It was something uh, ridiculous.
0: Like they're yes, averaging it, once in every 360 minutes.
2: Uh, let's see who they're playing this weekend. Oh, they're playing against Ingolstadt. Goal fest right there. That's
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> this team cannot score. Look, I'm, I'm now looking at... Right, so... Uh, what Their games are all low-scoring. N- 0-1, 0-2, 2-0, 1-0, 1-0, 0-1, 2-1. 0-6, 0-0, 0-4. Like... Jesus Christ. Last time they
2: uh, played Ingolstadt, it was uh, 6-1. And it oh, was it?
0: 2016. Right, you've got to stop that.
2: <laughs> I'm back with some better picks this
0: 2016, week. 2016, where they had a whole different set of players. It's like Trigger's Room from Only Fools and Parsons. Yeah, it's not the same room anymore. It's had six different handles and five different heads. <laughs> It's not the same Grossebeck. They're terrible. They cannot score goals.
2: Oh, man. Take the under.
0: Take the under.
2: The under? If you take the under, I'll take the over. It's a side bet.
0: Right. We'll we'll think about it. We'll have some sort of side bet. We'll put it in the Facebook group. Jesus Christ, man. That's a team that just has
1: no teeth. And the other pick from last week was... (laughs) the Croatian Cup, Slabin Belupo versus Lokomot Zagreb. I'd said over 1.5 goals in the second half. You were getting a bit even money. Um, Lokomot Zagreb won 3-1. It was 2-1 in the second half. So, successful pick. Yeah, really, there. really good pick there, John. It was, a, it was a good
0: week. It was a good week across yeah.
1: the board. Banker, two values. Gordo missed his value. God, you really should just pick a banker as well because that'll... I've got a banker this week. Good. So we're, we're
0: back to the standard Aye. format now. It's pick at home to Ingles. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Away, away at Ingolstadt, well again last season, um or maybe two years ago now, I went on a run of just backing against Ingolstadt every single week, and it was very good, yeah
1: they had they had a again, th- again though, they have
0: different players now, and they are much
1: improved, <laughs> are much improved. <laughs> so God though, we've not got long until the English Premier League comes back, and as a result, very likely, yeah, Liverpool's title, yes, I can't wait. It'll be really good.
2: Um, it's, I you know, it's it's going to be one of these things that will be an asterisk, but only for Man United fans. Um, I'm quite excited about come back, but obviously a bit nervous about how it's going to be run because the German stuff has been really, really good, and I think they've managed it really well. Um, I don't know if there's the same, I don't know, want for football.
0: Can you see any any players actually turning around and saying, "Yeah, I'm not playing"?
1: Lyle Taylor, Crystal uh, Charlton.
0: Yeah, but can you out. see it happening, yep. like as the norm, as opposed to? It depends. Just on a couple, so a couple of outliers here and there.
1: So Lyle Taylor is Charlton's number one player, top striker, yeah. top scorer. They're two points outside, uh, two points away from safety in the English Championship. He is clearly he's linked with Rangers, he's out of contract, he's decided not to sign a new contract, and he is saying there's absolutely no way he's willing to go back to work and risk serious injury when his contract is three weeks to run to play football for a team that he's not going to be with next year, it could end his whole career. Right.
0: So that's 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 not saying due to coronavirus health concerns. Like that's completely unrelated. And this would happen if it wasn't coronavirus, if there was another reason that the league was in this mess. Yes he would still do that. So that's, that, that's different. What I'm saying is, do you see any players for health reasons really are used as an excuse to just not? Because if if in any other line of work you turn around to your employer, I don't think it's safe due to the current pandemic. Your employer would have a hard time either sanctioning you or getting rid of you from that viewpoint. Do you see footballers doing that? Any of them?
1: The only one I've heard, is, was it Troy Deeney? He's the only one Troy Deeney. Um, I think he's got enough money in the bank with Watford fans and Watford board to be let off but he is the captain
0: mm-hmm.
1: so like it's yeah. a pretty dangerous example would be like I'm not willing to play I'm just not willing to risk my kids life or my wife's life or whatever it is like you can't, yeah, so you,
0: can't
1: you can't argue
0: with that can you? you really can't no. so it'll be interesting to see if there's any stands like that taken in
2: I doubt football. I doubt there'll be many I would say
1: um, what will be yeah. what will be interesting is to see this, this would be a good time. See next year. Liverpool. Get your money on Liverpool to run away with the Champions League and the league. Both of them to win the double. Next year? Yeah, because what Liverpool are going to do is come back for a week, win the title and send all the key players off in pre-season training. A holiday or whatever, a break proper break without pre then they can start pre season. We'd play youngsters whilst Man City and all that are still competing for Champions League spots to fight relegation. Liverpool are done within two weeks of this. Yeah. Liverpool that's true. A like that's games still to play.
2: I heard I heard some of the guys talking about that there. It was like you may as well just run a fucking raffle and play those players who like like that's it. Seat number seven five eight. Oh that's me, I'm playing this week. Get down there.
0: Um, so we mentioned a couple of a couple of weeks ago that British mentioned Glad back then twenty euros out of yourself in your normal seat, yeah, in the stand yeah. uh, to to help generate some sort of atmosphere for the players when they when they look up to the grandstands. They've been doing this um, in Australian rules. I don't know if you've seen any screenshots on Twitter of this. Like someone paid for Dominic Cummings to be in the the, the Rabbitohs game behind the goal. Uh, so that was funny but obviously then people have taken it to a new level so in like the Sydney Derby at the weekend there big Harold Shipman <laughs> in front of the centre <laughs> you know and, and you've got you've got to think like of course that was going to happen if it's 20 quid, someone's going to do that yeah. you know so, be
1: all sorts of nonsense what game have, we should go to a game right we should get yeah. cut out, it's put there aye Right, we, know, we need to sort that out there. It's only 20 quid each shife. Let's do that. I want to That's there. a great idea. Yeah. If anyone
0: on the Facebook group wants to join us, we can all get sat in the same section. Right, <laughs> the same stuff. Like a, a little trample bet day out. It's some Aye. Australian Aye. rules.
1: Or, yeah. or yeah. a glad back home game. Yeah, yeah. It needs to be a game we can source and actually watch whilst we're there. Oh, the, Glad- the Gladback game for sure, then, yeah. because BT Sport are
0: streaming all the German top leagues. So, yeah, let- right, let's look into that. Let's see if we can get us
1: um, and some of the Facebook members away to the British Immigrant Gladback game. Aye, no, that's okay. a great idea. So, just on the kind of streaming service, Scottish Football yesterday made an announcement. It seems like they caught all of the clubs of the Scottish Premier League out with the announcement by telling everyone that Sky are allowing them to stream all their home games on their own platform. Yeah. Uh,
0: and it'll be interesting to see how each club reacts to this, and whether or not it'll be free for people that have paid for a season ticket, or if they'll need to buy an additional virtual pass.
1: The very quick note that got spread around from the Rangers SLO, and I've seen a few people do as. We don't know what this means or how it's going to work, but what we do know is that season ticket holders will get all the home games for free. Yeah, that
0: makes complete sense. Yeah, that's yeah. grand.
1: And, it's, and that's kind of made me kind of lean towards, right, fine, that's, that's okay. Because I was thinking that Sky were going to purchase all the games then charge more money on top of my Sky. More system. money on
0: top of your own subscription yeah. to Sky, your own season ticket, and then this additional, yeah, yeah, that would have been that would have caused outrage.
1: And Rangers have just put out an email today well it's not out yet but the SLO said an email's coming and it's a it's a refund for the four games or five games that you missed at the end of the oh, season really? claim back but it's like it's 6-1 like I'm kind of on the camp where I maybe would claim it back but then it would just go towards paying for my season ticket so it's, ah, it's,
0: it's just getting just mean, a yeah.
1: discount on my season ticket but the reason they've never done that was because they're hoping fans don't take up the option whereas mm-hmm. if you give them a discount season ticket everyone's going to take the discount anyway
0: Exa- exactly yeah of course yeah. you would
1: and then everyone else has been emailed a twenty five pound voucher to spend in store. So a twenty-five percent a twenty-five pound off anything in store except kit. So training talks and stuff or anything else. Dog dog balls. Aye, uh, aye, uh, stuff you wouldn't buy. Uh, you can use it towards novelty your, golf balls. You can use it towards the like Rangers TV thing as well, which is sixty five oh, a year.
2: Yeah, that'd be okay. Yeah.
1: For the year. So it just Good commentary on Rangers TV. <laughs> The only thing bugging me is just that it should have been something that was done with the season ticket announcement. Like, it should, you shouldn't have to do seven different communications to get it right. They love writing
2: a letter, though. They like a, a well-worded statement or a letter. So, <laughs> um, But I, it's good. I, I'm pleased in that. And some of the other teams as well. I've seen Motherwell, who managed their social presence excellently. Yes. They really just know how to... They've got a good fan base and they know how to uh, keep them well. Um, but yes, yeah, so. They were they they were talking about they would guarantee that anyone would be able to see those games. So happy with yeah, that for them.
1: Yeah, I think it's really good. It's I'm still begrudging about the whole fact that it's still seven hundred and twenty-five quid for my season ticket because it, it's really interesting to see people arguing because more often than not you realise the disparity between season ticket prices and what you're paying. So there's mm. some people arguing, going, It's only three hundred and fifty quid and you're going, Well it's no. I sit in the governor, it's seven hundred and twenty-five for me. And then someone else going. I take my two kids. I'm fifteen hundred quid. Yeah. Maybe somebody who's paid three hundred just now, who maybe doesn't have a mortgage, who's arguing somebody's got two kids that they're paying fifteen hundred quid. So there are people that have to look at it and go, well, not one hang. <laughs> There's different ways to deal with this. But I'm leaning towards renewing now that I know that I can definitely watch the games and I don't have to pay extra money for a different subscription. So let's go on to Saturday, the 6th of June's picks. I'll kick off first with my banker bet. We're in Croatia again. Varazdin versus Dinamo Zagreb. Over 0.5 goals in the second half is 2-9 on William Hill. It's 1-4 on Unibet, but I don't know anyone who can get access to that or what's even on that. 19 out of the 20 19 out of Zagreb's last 20 away games have had a goal in the second half. And there's been a goal in the second half of this fixture in the last 27 occasions. So you have to go back to 2004, the last time this specific fixture, home or away, didn't have a second half goal. So you're getting just over 24. I'm pretty confident. Everything seems to go that way. Croatian football kind of followed the pattern of all the other leagues that came back. There does tend to be a lot of late goals just now. So my banker, Varazdin versus Dinamo Zagreb, over 0.5 goals in the second half. So just betting on a goal in the second half.
0: My banker this week is on Sunday at 4 o'clock. Uh, there's a Danish football card on Sunday. Uh, FC Copenhagen versus Randers i will take a home win on FC Co at 4-9. to 9. Uh, They resumed their league campaign with a 4-1 win, a uh, convincing win against Lyngby. while Randers unconvincing in a 1-0 home loss against Hobro. Uh, so Copenhagen, with that win, reduced the deficit at the top uh, to and to nine points. There's still a significant gap there, but they'll be keen to keep pressure on and in what is a reasonably easy game against a mediocre Randers, while Michelin have to play probably the toughest game in the league right now by going to Norseland. So FC Ko at 4-9, to nine, I think is a really good price for a banker.
1: Yeah,
2: I like that. Cool. I like that a lot. Uh, mine is the German the Dritte Liga. It's Braunschweig versus Bayern 2. And I had actually quite a lot of options on this. I looked at over 1.5 second-half goals, all to over 1.5 first-half goals, both teams to score. And I mean, if you want so looking at this, what I fancy is both teams to score in, it. it's 4-7. Both teams have been banging them in of recent uh, Braunschweig's last five games. They've scored 4-4, four, 2-1 four, one, and 1, and they've conceded 2-1, 1-2. One, one, they've only one game out of those five, they haven't. Uh, Bayern away, they beat Ingolstadt 2-1, they won 1-0 at and uh, they beat Victoria Cologne 4-2. Uh, Two. They score a lot of goals. Both teams score a lot of goals. And I just see this being a game that 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 continues that trend, in. so um, both teams to score is four to seven. If you want the over underline, uh, you can get one uh, one to five for over one point five goals. They think there's going to be goals in this as well.
1: I like the over bet. I'd probably take that one. Yeah, and even at, see if you did it in second
2: half, which you were talking about over one point five for that, or uh, it's five to six. So. That's but, even closer okay. to even money for that. Um, but I'm going to go with both teams to score because I think that's going to happen.
1: Okie dokie. My value pick, Leverkusen versus Bayern Munich. I am going both teams to score in the second half only and you're getting 11-8 to eight for that. So both teams to score in the second half. I shouldn't have said second half only. Both teams to score in the second half, 11-8. Um, to eight. Leverkus- So although Bayern have been keeping a lot of clean sheets, anyone who watched the Dortmund game they're still very open. There's chances against them. I hmm. had to make about three or four world-class saves in that game, and Botang made a belt-and-save as well. Both teams, so Leverkusen have scored a goal in the last 20 games. So as far back as your flash score record will go without keeping clicking more and more and more. And Bayern have also scored in all of the last 20 games. Just following suit with the way German football has been going, loads of goals in the second half of games. I cannot see a, f- a situation where 11-8 is not amazing value for both teams to score in the second half of this game. Could especially considering, see, so like, an over 1.5 bet, you're getting, like, 1-7 in the second half. You're getting shite odds. So to get both teams to score, which is kind of the same scenario, I really fancy Leverkusen, Leverkusen to score against them. I think it'd be a very open game, actually. I think that's would be the one that we kind of hoped uh, Dortmund-Bayern game would have been for goals. I think there will be hundreds of goals. Leverkusen has yeah. been involved in goal fest since getting back and Bayern scored five at the, uh, midweek against Dusseldorf so I'm thinking a lot of goals both teams have scored in the second half of the Bayer-Leverkusen Bayern Munich game Nice
0: uh, I'm in Germany as well for the value pick this is Freiburg versus Borussia Mönchengladbach uh, this game's at Friday 7.30pm so this will be the sole game the BT Sport will cover um easy to watch it. Munch and Gladbach have returned to action really well. They sit in fourth spot now. That's an automatic Champions League space. So they'll be really keen to keep it. Freiburg have particularly struggled since the restart. No wins from their four games since coming back to action. That's two draws, two losses. And glad Gladbach win away from home five to seven. Um you might even be able to shop around and get even closer to even money. I think that represents pretty good value with the mismatching quality of those teams and the fact that home advantage isn't playing as significant a part as it previously did in that league.
2: Decent. Um, So, my value pick is on Sunday. It's uh, the midday game or 12.30 game. It's uh, Werder Bremen versus Wolfsburg. I'm going to take Wolfsburg away. Werder Bremen have been absolutely abysmal at home this season. Uh, They lost 3 0 to Frankfurt. when this, as we came back there uh, from this, they've lost 4 1 to Leverkusen and they drew 0 0 with München um, Gladbach. Wolfsburg away have beat Leverkusen 4 1, have beat Ausberg 2 1. Uh, they drew two each um, with Union Berlin in the first game. Um, Wolfsburg look really good at the moment and they're, they're, they are. Uh, on the some of the best form they've done. Out of their 14 games they've played away this season, they've got 24 points. Werder Bremen have eight points at home all season. They've scored nine, conceded 33. And I know we're, we're, we're starting to get back into a bit more of a rhythm of it now, but you're getting over even money for Wolfsburg to take this game 12 to 11. And the reason you're getting that is Werder Bremen have beat them the last four times they've played them at home. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think that's it's what we were talking about earlier. That's not this further Bremen. Yeah. Um, they're playing against Wolfsburg. 12 to 11 you you're gonna get. I think that's a good value price.
0: I think that's reasonable as well.
1: Yeah, um, I like that. I like that pick. Yeah. I'm a fan god though. Good. I like that. That's good to hear. Good to hear the support. So my outsider is more of a I don't it's not a cop out, right? I found it hard to get good value even in the Czech Leagues this, this weekend. But Andy, I'm, this is going to be a shite bag bet. Let me just step stop in here. This is this is definitely no, gonna be a shite I'm, bag bet. I'm um, being questionable with my outsider definition. I'm kind of looking at a long odds or a longer odds bet, so it's not really an outsider on any bet. It's just really long odds. So you are all right, okay. An outsider against the bookies. Um, Dortmund versus Hertha Berlin, second half over two point five goals is just over two to one. I think it's a really good bet, really good odds. Dortmund. In the second half against Paderborn midweek, with, even without Haaland, with Brandt, Hazard and Sancho playing, it was kind of like watching any time Barcelona played with as or nine mm-hmm. without a strike. They just moved wherever they wanted. And I don't think the defence really knew how to cope with them. Hedda have actually been scoring a lot of goals in the second half of games. The, the Berlin-Dark have been. all four goals second half. Dortmund's last game, all seven goals in the second half. They both averaged just over 2.5 goals in the second half of games since they've come back. So although you can't score 2.7 goals, the odds are there. They are averaging over 2.5 goals just now. Dortmund score a lot of goals at home. I cannot see where there won't be a lot of goals in the second half. Even if there's goals in the first half, I think it'll be wild. Um over two point five, you're getting over two to one. I think it's like something like thirteen to five, I think you're getting. So I'm backing that as my Long odds slash outsider bet for this weekend. Dortmund-Hertha Berlin, over 2.5 goals in the second half. Cool, that sounds good. I mean, I'll
2: I'll be watching that game anyway, as we discussed earlier on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Again, Hertha, if you fancy being audacious, you can get seven or eight to one on them in that match. Not advocating you do it, but it's a big price. (laughs) Um, (laughs) My outsiders on Sunday were back in Denmark, uh, 4pm, and it's a game I mentioned earlier. It's FC Norgeland versus Micheland. So Micheland suffered what is, for all intents and purposes, a shock 1-0 defeat coming back into the league to Horsens uh, when the Danish season resumed. Norgeland maintained winning ways. They'd been on a tear before the shutdown and they came back with a solid 2-0 win at Silkeborg. Generally, betting against Micheland is a pretty terrible idea this season. But I quite like Norgeland in this particular spot. Michelin will not feel good about losing last week after such a long break. Copenhagen gained points on them. The lead is shrinking slightly. They want to get back to winning ways as quickly as possible. And the one team you don't want to be playing right now, if that's your objective, is probably Norgeland, who are unbeaten in their last five competitive matches, four wins and one draw. 21 points from their last 10 matches. It's a team that's been on the up. It's a team that's been playing really well. It's a team that's full of confidence. Scored twenty three goals, conceded only nine in those last ten. It's just not a nice spot for mitchelland really, coming off the back of a loss where confidence might be a wee bit, a wee bit rocked. Uh, especially because Copenhagen for have a gimme this week, in my opinion. You can get a home win for Norgeland at eleven to four. So at almost three win three to one. Three nice. to one Ayn, Ayn has a big price. Uh, I'm not saying it's going to happen. Obviously, it's not like a, it's not a value pick here. It's very much an outside pick, but almost three to one, I think, is a good outside pick.
2: I like that. I like that a lot, and I like the fact that as well that that's the kind of odds we did well with midweek. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's um, happy with that. So I'm actually also in Denmark for mine, but I'm in the Danish First Division, um, and that's Roskilde versus F Amager, right? And you look at games sometimes and you think, oh God, that's a terrible game of football. And this is a terrible game of football. <laughs> um, so I'll take you through why. So Ross at the last five home games, they've drawn two. Overall, they drew away in their last game as well. They drew 0-0 with F Amager recently as well. Uh, Amateur away have drawn 0-0, 0-0, 2-2. And they beat 2-1. Um, just at the start just before the coronavirus happened but they got beat 2-1 with a 90 plus 4 minute goal to make it 2-1 from one each um, the last two times uh, these teams have played have been draws, this just looks like a horrible draw, stand in the league Roskilde are bottom of the league but they need points, Amager are mid-table Um I'm I'm taking a draw here. Same price as John's at thirteen to five. Um, You can also get five to two uh, at Hills. Um, But yeah, this just looks like a draw. This is at midday and Saturday. uh, Start the weekend off right. Oh, I
0: don't know about this one at all. Really?
1: (laughs) Have a look at Have a look at the. there's a lot of orange in that table.
0: Yeah, there there is there is. But it wouldn't surprise me if Armiger just came out and beat them three or four nothing. (laughs)
2: <laughs> well they did play in February and it was nil nil.
0: yeah which year oh, changed then. <laughs> 1998 <laughs> okay I, I see I see your I see your reasoning I, de- yep. I definitely I definitely see I definitely see the reasoning it's one of these games that if Armager come out though and score in the first half it could landslide yeah yeah alas so, an
2: outsider is not meant to be easy
0: exactly exactly an outsider is not meant to be easy that's correct um,
2: but yeah, so I'm gonna
1: take that. That's 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 my outsider. Okay, okay, so we're now back to doing a charity pick. At the start of the podcast, you will have noticed that our producer Gary has put in a silence of eight minutes forty nine seconds in light of the movement that's happening this week with Black Lives Matter and everything that happened with George Floyd. So this week's charity bet will be a donation. Andy, you've just sent one into the group chat. Is it Crayer? Yes. Um,
0: Uh, they're a a Glasgow based charity the Coalition for Racial Equality and Rights so there's a a local to us obviously the podcast is is done and produced in Glasgow Um, so they fight for racial equality across Scotland
1: so usual rules apply £10 bet of our own money we've picked a team each it'll be a treble any winnings will go to that charity otherwise we'll donate a tenner Um, my pick German football Dusseldorf versus Hoffenheim Hoffenheim away I know you guys have been stung by them a couple of times. They've won the last two games. Dusseldorf have just been scudded off Bayern Munich 5-0 midweek. Their confidence will be short. Hoffenheim's is higher. 11-8 to is absolutely immense odds. It's big. That is big odds. And I probably would
0: like that normally, but loads of teams get beat 5-0 by Bayern Munich. And Hoffenheim, we've backed them a couple of times recently, and we haven't lost many since the restart, but I think, They've been responsible Offenheim, for a few. Offenheim have, have been responsible for at least two of them. Um, I watched them in their game against Paderborn. It was a horrible one-all-raw where they scored within four minutes, gave up an equaliser five minutes later, and then literally nothing happened for the next 80 minutes. They missed, they, they missed, an, open go- they missed an open goal header really near the end. I remember that because I got really annoyed at that. But it was one of those games that, you know, if, if you said Offenheim are going to get basically an open goal header six yards out, you'd go, oh, I've been watching this for 80 minutes, so will miss that. <laughs> but yeah, the the price is really good there Yeah, I can I can get on board with that um, I'm in Denmark uh, The Superliga again It's Odense versus Esbjerg So the last five matches for Odense, Both teams the scores happened four times For Esbjerg, all five out of five um, Danish football's just recently resumed Defenses aren't up to much at the moment I reckon there's a good chance of both teams To score in this game And you'll get it at 6-7 Which is really close to even money for a both teams to score bet, I like
1: that. Yeah, I, I like any both teams to score just now when the leagues are just in the couple of first couple of weeks back. I think it's always good to go for goals. Well, you like my next pick. It's, an, it's almost exactly the same template as Andy's because Mannheim
2: versus Victoria Cologne in the Drita Liga. Um, Mannheim have scored in their last five and conceded in their last five. Victoria Cologne have scored in their last uh, four and conceded in their last five. They've played um, both teams to score is around the same price as well at five to seven, seven to 10. Um, Just another both teams to score in there. I wouldn't be surprised if there's both teams to score in the first half as well because a lot of the goals seem to come early as well. And that price is 72. Um, So, but for the interest
1: of the charity bet this week, it will be just both teams to score overall. So that Dusseldorf versus Hoffenheim away. Hoffenheim win eleven to eight.
0: Odense versus Esbjerg, both teams to score and it's six to seven.
2: And Mannheim versus Victoria Cologne, and that price is seven to ten as both teams to
1: score. Ten pound of our own money on that as a treble returns eighty one quid. So if that comes in eighty one quid, will be sent to Creer, who are a Glasgow Race Equality and Rights Charity, who are fighting the same things as Black Lives Matter. If it doesn't come in, we'll send a tenner of our money over to the charity anyway. There is something else that comedian Kai Humphreys raised. There is a video on YouTube. We'll share it on our Twitter page and in the Facebook group. It's something as simple as if you're not in a position with everything that's going on where you can donate money to help with lawyers, fees, George Floyd's funeral. There's loads of stuff going on for Black Lives Matter and other charities alike. There is a YouTube video. All the ad money that is viewed on that video is going to those charities. All you need to do is set up a tablet, Hit play and you can put it in a loop. So if you've got a tablet or a laptop you're not using for a couple of hours, you generate money for the charities without you putting in a penny. Okay, look, um, the Facebook group. Andy, do you want to talk a bit about the Facebook group? Absolutely. Um, with football coming back up, we're seeing a return to action in the Facebook
0: uh, the Facebook group, which obviously went silent for a couple of months. Yeah. because there was not. there was just nothing to talk about. There was nothing really to share. Um, we are very much aware that. We're a football, we're a sports betting podcast. You know the guys in that group aren't going to go on and discuss their fucking top ten flavors of crisps, right? <laughs> and, and neither would we want them to. There's a time and a place. And now that the football's back, um we're seeing we're seeing more and more action in there. So do join the Facebook group. Just uh, search "Trampled Bet Podcast" uh, on Facebook and ask to join the group.
2: Couple of good winners in there as well. I seen, um, I can't remember who it was who'd backed Leipzig and uh, on multiple. Oh, Jared Warren. Oh, was it oh, Jared, Jared, Jared who'd clipped these? Yeah.
1: How can you forget his fantastic post? I, I, Red Bull wins! <laughs> Big fan of that,
2: so Jared like that a oh, lot. Huge it?
0: fan of that, Jared. Huge fan of all the winners.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. A, a lot of green on there. That's that's what we like to see. Um, but yeah, so just get discussing. And if you, I mean, feel free to lambast our picks or if you've got any ones that you think are better or that, just get in touch. Like, we're here to talk about this stuff. The reason this podcast exists is because we're really interested
1: in sports betting. If you've got really, if you get anything to talk about sports betting, talk to us about it. And I know it's really annoying, guys, right? But same thing. If you listen to this and enjoy this, please share it on your Facebook, Instagram stories, or Twitter. Retweet whatever we retweet. We really appreciate it. And by the way, going back to old school stuff, just on the basis of charts and getting people out there, people have found us in random countries. See if you can go on and leave a review, a five-star review of the podcast. It will get to more people. This doesn't need to be a secret. We're all fighting against the bookies. We're not trying to outdo our mates that we're doing something else. We want to try and win money off the bookies. So if everyone can retweet, review, share, do everything you can, even if we don't put a post out, if you're listening, can you just take the link of it and share it on your Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter? We'd really appreciate it.
0: We do have a shiny website as well, John, that Gary's put a lot of, our producer Gary Black's put a lot of work into, everything all in one place.
1: Yeah, we are trying to get that um, more exposure. Now I've got a couple of things with the Scots Abroad that I'm just going to be referring direct to the website. Because it makes it actually sit... It looks a lot better, it sits a lot better if you've got the website to go to and you can find the podcast from there so we're not directing people to specific apps or podcast apps. And it's
0: trampledbet.com. It renders better on a mobile device and obviously also on a standard laptop or iPad. Uh, You can also get a link there to our Patreon. Um, We've been doing really well on the Patreon episodes of late. So the Patreon episodes are midweek just now. They usually come out on Tuesday. And they'll focus on any midweek action uh, from Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, essentially. And the yeah. gap—it's the gap. It's, it's, <laughs> the gap. It's, it's not as well produced, we would say, as the weekend as the not weekend podcast. Not, not. They're, they're you know they're quick, down and dirty episodes with some excellent picks in there for, for midweek betting. Um, again, it's it's the price of a couple of pints, and it really supports us. Uh, helps keep, helps keeps helps keeps us going. Helps make this all worthwhile. Uh, So if you fancy joining up to the Patreon, guys, we'd really appreciate it.
1: Yep. That is the podcast. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Bye.
0: Social Podcast Network.